thank you so much for tuning in today. We're going to be talking about a very interesting topic, and it's pretty much in everybody's mind. It's about near-death experiences, and my guest today is Raymond Ray. How are you today, Raymond? Really good. How are you? Thank you for having me. You're welcome, and you have a very interesting story to talk about uh, due to the fact that you were in a coma for three weeks, plus of course, be in the hospital for three months too, but for three weeks, and it had to do with a, a drug overdose. And uh, uh, you want to, first of all, tell us a little bit about, you know, where you're from and how this all came about. So I'm from uh, Cleveland, Ohio, uh, born and raised. Um, it was actually, it wasn't an overdose, but I, I, uh, Oh, came okay. close many, many times. But, uh, yeah, I mean, 35 years of drug addiction, alcoholism, uh, found my way to the needle. And um, at the time of all of this happened, I was pretty much praying for death because mm-hmm. uh, life was just too unbearable. Really? I'm so yeah. sorry. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's better now. <laughs> That's good. That's good to hear. And uh, so you were in the ho- you were in a coma for three months. You want to talk about that? That's it. Well, it was three weeks. Yes. Three weeks. Um, Excuse me. Three weeks. Yes. Right. <laughs> That's okay. There's a lot of threes in there. Um, yeah. Sure. I uh, the day that this all happened, I remember I was. I was in a very dark place. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody's listening, they know what it's like to detox off of opiates. I, I describe it as like I can feel that feel my hair. Mm-hmm. And sweating, I was sick. I had the, we call it bubble guts. Okay. Um, you know, and a ball, and it was just just the absolute worst feeling you could possibly get mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> so i remember i went home and i was i was watching a basketball game uh, my local team was in the nba finals mm-hmm. and uh after the game this is my last recollection but i i guess it was a few days later but I had to go, I went to the hospital because my left leg was, I was in a lot of pain and then I couldn't breathe. So they rushed me to the emergency room and I remember I was throwing up and the, the emergency room doctor couldn't tell if it was withdrawals or if I was sick off of something else. Mm -hmm. Um, let me back up a minute. I was at a friend's house working and my friend told me like, dude, you look like you're about to die. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, you know, little, little did he know. So anyway, later on, yeah. <laughs> um, they put a pick line in my neck Okay. and they had this, um, like they called it a tent. 
Okay. And I remember I was holding the uh, nurse's hand and I was saying, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I know I'm going to die. <clears throat> and they said, no, you're not. You're in the best place. Uh, you're going to be okay. Everything's going to be all right. I could just feel it that this was this was my day. Okay. <clears throat> so how old, happened, how old were you when it was this, all this taking place? I was 41. Okay. Um, so do you want me to say how, how the timeline happened for everybody else? No, 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 just, no, just, just go into you want my timeline. Yeah. You're, 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 you're 41 when all this was happening and you're right. in the hospital, you were concerned that you were going to die and, right. uh, okay. Yeah, it was, um, it was, it was my time basically. Um, and I knew it and, um, I remember like, I, I, I remember this feeling that I was falling uh -huh. like the only power that I had was to hold on to the armrest of the bed uh -huh. <clears throat> and um, I could hear my ex-wife talking in the background and she was telling the doctor um, my history and I could hear her. but this it, it was like a backwards fall Mm-hmm. And I couldn't stop from falling. Okay. Um, and then I heard this real loud bang. I call it a sonic boom. Mm -hmm. and? and and then I was standing in this line. Um, and, and this is usually where I lose people <laughs> because there's a lot of explanations for this, but I know it was real. Okay. So I'm standing in this line and this line it's it's like winding and it's going in this it looks like a snake mm -hmm. but it's going all it's like going forever. And there were people in this line and mm -hmm. they were all facing forward and I couldn't see anybody's face but I knew I knew I was me but I wasn't like I'm not the person that was talking to you right okay. now. Okay. I was, I call it the mind's eye. Um, it's the person that you hear when you're thinking okay. to yourself. Okay. That's who I was mm -hmm. in that line. I wasn't in pain. I didn't want any drugs. I wasn't sad. I remember I was comfortable. I had this very comfortable feeling, um, almost like I was really happy to be there. And I still had my sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And I tapped the guy on the sh shoulder in front of me and I says, man, it looks like we're going to be here for a little while. And he laughed and a couple other people laughed. Um, and do you know what type of line it was? You see anything around you? I, well, there was. I want to say it was gold, but it wasn't gold. It was like, um, it was like a heat source. Okay. Um, and it was, it had its own life. I, 
it's it's so hard to explain. It had its own life form, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I turned to that that being, that presence. Which side was it on? Your left or right? My my left. Okay. So I had turned to my left, and there was this bright, bright light, and it was the brightest light that I mean I couldn't duplicate this light if I tried. Did you squinch? Um, did you squinch your eyes or anything? You no, just... no. It it was it was like I wanted to be in there. Mm-hmm. It, it it was like um, I felt home. I felt. Like I belonged into that light. Mm-hmm. And like I didn't know I was dead. Did you walk towards like it? Did you walk towards it? What happened? Um, I, I reached out to it. What do you mean reached out? Like I was trying to find a way to like something to grab. Oh, to so go into it. So your arms, you were reaching out with your arms? Right. Okay. Okay. And then I felt this push on my chest. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up in the hospital room. So nobody talked to you? No nothing? I didn't hear any voices, but what I did was... It, it was like this um, knowledge was given to me, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I woke up out of that and I knew that whatever that being was, it wanted me to do something. It wanted me to live. It didn't want me to live the way I was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it had a job for me. So more or less the light that you saw on your left-hand side that you were reaching out to kind of pushed you back. But it also gave you a message to, it's almost like um, a wake-up call. Exactly. So it, yes. So it's yeah. more like a, like, like you know, you better straighten up, or that line that you were in might be taking you somewhere else. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I just thought I had to say Lord. that. You had that line. Could have, that line could be taking you somewhere else, and if you didn't see that other light on your left hand side, you would. <laughs> who knows? You don't know what those other people are waiting in line for. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I you, you won't know until you get there, I guess. <laughs> right. but, uh, but you don't want to go there. If, and if it was, no. if, well, there, it, if there was like there a were, gold light or something around you or something like red, you might have been going someplace you didn't want to go. So uh, I hope not. <laughs> but, but anyway, but, uh, but you saw the light that was on your left hand side. So that probably right. saved you. You know, if you reached out to it, you grabbed onto it, probably the others didn't right. even do it. They probably just didn't see it. Where you were blessed enough to see that. So I call it blessed or good luck that you have, you know, seen it. And then something pushed you back, maybe because it wasn't your time yet. You know, it wasn't, you're not, hey, get out of here. You know, you're supposed to be here. <laughs> but yeah, at the same time, yeah, it, it also gave you a wake up call. Yeah, pretty scary. You know what I mean to see something like that. So, um, I wouldn't say I. I wasn't really scared of it though. Okay. Um, I knew where when I woke up, I knew what had happened. 
Um, I didn't know what happened for everybody else during that time at that moment, but I knew what had happened to me. I knew where I was at. A question. I, question. When you were standing in line, did you recognize anybody? Um, there was a person in line with me. Uh -huh. Um, the only person that looked at me uh -huh. and she was a little girl and she looked at me and she waved. Uh -huh. She was wearing a purple shirt and jean shorts. Uh-huh. Now, that girl later on, I found out, was uh, found dead by a pair of railroad tracks. Oh, no. I, yeah, it's, it's, but she wasn't, she was, like, happy. Oh, but you um, recognized her with the clothes that she was wearing, right? Yeah, on, on TV, yeah. That was, that would be creepy. Yeah, that was creepy. But, <clears throat> see, I'm so hard-headed, I wanted proof that I should be living another way. Oh, really? So, I asked for a sign. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, when I turned on the TV after three months, I was like, oh, my God, that was the girl that was in line with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's tragic in real life, but I, I know where she went, and I know... That she was she's okay. happy to, yeah. yeah well, maybe, she's where maybe, she needed to go. Maybe you were in a good line. <laughs> okay. yeah. I hear yeah. I'm saying something else, but maybe, okay, you were in a good line, too. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're doing okay. But, but that's yeah. interesting how you saw the light on your left-hand side. So right. Maybe... Well, there was, a light, there was a light ahead, too. Really? Um, yeah, well, every... Way off into the distance. And everybody's going towards it. Right. And it was not moving fast either. <laughs> Hence I say I'm going to be here for a little while. <laughs> okay. So the line wasn't moving fast. And and he saw that little girl. That was kind of cute. And, uh, and also um, she looked happy. So that's a good sign. And right. did you ever contact family members or you just stayed out of it? I, I stayed out of it and I still can't find out who she was because I, I couldn't talk. I had a tube down my throat. Oh. So I couldn't like. So, but when you saw it on TV, you're like, oh my gosh, that's yeah. that girl. <laughs> she mm -hmm. was waving. She was happy. And, yeah, uh, and I didn't really didn't want to say anything because, you know, they would think I was. Yeah, I told I told a lot of stories. Like at one point, I told my doctor that my nurse had took me to a drug house and was shooting heroin in front of me, huh. and he's like, "Okay." <laughs> so yeah, that but those were not real and I knew they weren't real after I thought about it mm -hmm. so yeah I didn't want people to think I was yeah I heard when people have these near-death experience they don't say anything for a while because I think you're just yeah. trying to absorb what happened to you yes right. I publicly I haven't said anything but the people in my inner circle they know about it um whether they believe me or not I don't know, mm -hmm. 
because I have been known to tell some tall tales in my time, but okay, well, you know, this one I'm... I want you to do me a favor. I want you to hold on. We're going to go into a commercial break, and okay. we're going to be right back after these messages. Hi, my okay. name is Drusilla. I am the founder and owner of Drusilla's Closet. I've created a unique system to organize your pantry and kitchen. The system also works great in various parts of your home and garage. Also in my closet, I have unique furniture, art, and decor. You can find us on Facebook, Drusilla's Closet, or call at 435-224-9266. Hey, this is Sabrina, the owner of MathBeast EQ'd. I believe mathematics is the most important subject students should learn, but sometimes traditional schooling isn't enough. I have a classroom space in Bluffdale, Utah, or we can use Google Meet or Skype. Call me at 385-515-8600. Let's help your student become a beast at math so they can be a beast at life. I'm Esther, co-founder of Head & Home Horse Rescue and Equine Therapy. We have a program called the Cavalry Club, where if you join, some of the benefits are you'll get to ride horses at a fraction of the cost. You'll also get awesome discounts on riding lessons and more. Cavalry Club membership is $75 per month per person. With the membership, you get a one-hour, 30-minute riding session every week unlimited supervised visits to the facility, discounted membership for family members who ride at the same time, discounted riding lessons, discounts for birthday parties or other events, and discounted tickets to Head & Home events. Come check us out on our website, headandhome.org, where you can see photos of our horses. Come visit us to see them live. You can reach us at 801 254-1687. Hey, this is Brian with Better Accounting. Do you know how much money you will owe in taxes? Do you just blindly save money here and there and hope it is enough to cover your tax bill? There is a better way. Wouldn't it be nice if you could go into the tax season knowing exactly what your tax bill will be? Or better yet, wouldn't it be nice to make smaller payments throughout the year so you are not scrambling to pay your taxes? Better Accounting is the proactive solution to business taxes and accounting. Our team believes in regular communication with our clients. We meet with our clients multiple times throughout the year. Effective tax planning does not just happen during the tax season. If you are looking for a hands-on partner in your business, give Better Accounting a call. Call our office at 385-257-8866 or check out our website at betteraccounting.com. We work in all 50 states. Again, give us a call at 385-257-8866 we look forward to working with you. Thank you so much for staying with us. I'm sitting here with Ryan Ray. He experienced an, an ordeal with near-death experience. So, Ray, 
let's let's start where we left off and you were in okay. the hospital for th um, three months and you were yeah. pondering over your experience and then also too you recognize a little girl that was in line with you and she passed away so refresh our memory on that little girl <clears throat> well excuse me i'm sorry about that um I only knew who she was based upon right. what I saw in the line and what she was wearing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have much information on. But do you this recognize girl. you recognize the clothes, the purple shirt, and the shorts, the jeans, and the face. And yeah. the face. Yeah. Wow. But she had the same smile mm -hmm. as she did on the TV. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I, I try to look her up and I can't find anything. Right, right. But you, um, you saw her. We, right. Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of hard after three months and you know what I mean? And mm. that class gone. But, but I quite find it quite interesting that you saw the little girl, you know, um, with your experience. But there was a, a bright light ahead. And then, then there was a light on the... Um, left-hand side that you saw. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And you went towards it with your hands. You just like took one hand, like your left hand or right hand, just reached out? Yes. Um, yeah, I was reaching out, trying to find a way into it mm -hmm. because I I wanted to be there. Did it feel good? Because um, I hear that there's usually a warm feeling. It's It's warm. It's welcoming it's peaceful mm -hmm. uh you don't want anything you don't need anything you're not in any pain emotionally physically mm -hmm. um it's just you're at peace mm -hmm. and, and i don't know it's something that we don't feel n normally because of the stress of life mm -hmm. so so do you look forward to, um, you know, this experience again? Or do you have, you have a, let me ask this question. Have you had anything since then or just more calm? Um, well, it well, first of all, it's about being there, uh, wanting to be there. I'm not in a hurry uh -huh. <laughs> because there's a lot here that I still want to do. Right. But, um. It, it changed me forever. Um, I, I don't fear death. Mm -hmm. I respect it. Wow. And do you, and it, and it, you just will never pick up drugs again or anything relating to that? Is that correct? In my heart, in my heart, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and in my that's a whole other side of my life. Mm -hmm. And I, I do nece necessarily steps to make sure that doesn't happen again. Good. Um, Good. I'm a human being that has feelings and emotions. And yeah. I'm used to doing things a certain way and reacting to things a certain way, but it doesn't seem like it matters as much now mm -hmm. than it did before this experience. 
Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. So, with this, yeah, that that's quite interesting. And uh, so, do you feel that? Um, and you said that something pushed you back. Was it like a hand, or what was it? It it was a shove. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> was it a hand shove that some you know like it it was it was a strong shove as if somebody was trying to tell me that it was them mm-hmm. or that, or it could have been just that it's not your time and they were because you're standing in that line of course it wasn't going very fast you said <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't well, your time no it wasn't because like i said that 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 light or physical presence of what it what that was i i'm trying to keep religion out of this yeah um because i know what my in my heart myself i know what that was was giving me the knowledge that i'm supposed to do something Mm -hmm. um maybe it be to talk to somebody or share my experience Mm -hmm. that somebody somewhere is going to hear something I say and it's going to have a profound change in their life. When you were in front of that light, was it just all around you or just right in front of your face? It, it was right in front of me Mm -hmm. and it engulfed me. It, it like bum rushed me. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was, it happened really fast. And um, when you got the push, next you know you're back in your body, right? Yeah. Mm. And back in my body, I'm in the hospital room. I'm overcome with pain. I, my left foot, I was, it was, I was in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And, and I stayed. Did they tell you when you were in the hospital that you died? They said that there was a moment that I wasn't supposed to come back, but I did. Uh-huh. Like I like that was the moment that I wasn't gonna make it. Mm-hmm. That's what they were telling my family. Wow. So in a sense, they were um, pulling the plug on me. <laughs> Scary. Um, but- it- yeah. <laughs> when you were when you were standing in line, was there anybody behind you, or you were just the one at the end? There was there was just as many people in front of me that there were behind me. Oh, wow! But I couldn't see their faces, and that's what was weird. Except the except the little girl. Nobody. Yeah, nobody had a face. Maybe it was too dark. Maybe it was dark. I don't know. <laughs> I still fumble over that one. Like, why doesn't anybody have a face? Hmm. And, well, maybe, uh, Raymond, maybe you just weren't meant to, you know, to be there yet. You know what I mean? But it was enough experience to help you, you know, like a wake-up call. You know, it was like a wake-up call to, hey, stay away from drugs. And, (laughs) you know what I mean? We want you to come home when it's time. Yes. Instead of just being, you know, uh, you know, walking the walk, 
But that's extraordinary that you recognize the little girl. So the little girl just stepped out of line a little bit and waved at you, right? And, and she smiled, hmm. waved. She didn't say anything? No, just a smile and a wave, and that was it. Mm -hmm. And then you... As if to say, yes, this is real. Hmm. <laughs> that's extraordinary. So you're going to know why I'm doing this in like three weeks. Or a month or so, or however long it took. Uh huh. Um, you'll remember this. Wow. Um, okay. So the way, the way I was living my life before, mm -hmm. um, I, when I got out of that experience, all right. So the way I, I was living my life, there was traumatic experiences mm -hmm. um all throughout my life mm -hmm. and i would always turn to those traumatic experiences to kind of uh give myself permission to do what i was doing mm -hmm. um i knew that that doing drugs was bad but it at first it was a fun thing and then it was escape mm -hmm. and then it was just to feed an addiction um that thing on my shoulder that's saying yeah let's go get one mm -hmm. um when i woke up i no longer uh that none of that mattered anymore mm -hmm. none of it wow um it, it was almost like it was this ball of stuff in my chest was taken away from me. Mm -hmm. And so was the desire to use drugs and alcohol. Wow. Lucky so, you. I, you know, there's a lot of people that aren't as fortunate as I am. Um, and I don't take that for granted. So I still do what I need to do to stay clean every day. Mm -hmm. um, I make a conscious decision every morning that I'm going to make it through the 24 hours and mm -hmm. not do something stupid and deal with life on life's terms. Right. Interesting. Which is not easy to do every day. Hi, my name is Drusilla. Uh -huh. Sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got a commercial that came yeah. popped in, but I, okay. I think it was really interesting what you went through because, you know, not everybody ha goes through an experience like this. You know, nobody yeah. um, goes through what you went through, and uh, I find it quite interesting, and that's why I'm starting off this show, you know, near-death experience, because... A lot of people are curious what's you know what's it like on the other side and you know what happens and some people have a very short experience which you know is what you had and then some people have a very long one you know they're gone for you know two to three minutes but um you know everybody's experience is very very different yes and but, um, but everything everybody talks about one thing that is same is the light the light they all talk about the this. light 
this light. Yeah. So I, I've uh, I've heard different stories myself, and I I believe them all, but um, not quite the same as mine. But there is that common factor is the light. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, how does your family feel about it? How do they take this news that you went through? Well, they're just happy that I'm living my life differently now. Mm-hmm. And if that wild, crazy story that I tell mm-hmm. is what I needed to get to that point, then they're okay with that. Um, I, I don't think it's something that the average person is going to accept as fact. Uh huh. Unless they witness it themselves. Right, right. But a lot of people are fascinated to hear the stories. You know, that's what I get. A lot of people are just love yeah. to hear somebody's you know, near-death experience or what happened to them and what got them there and, you know. Some people, some people talk about floating above their body. I guess. Yeah. The fall backwards that I explained could probably be close to to that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it literally felt like I was falling and I couldn't control anything. I couldn't stop it. Do you, so you tell this on one-on-one when you feel it's right to your personal circle of friends or mm-hmm. those that come in contact with you. And I'm grateful yep. that I met you on the near-death experience um, on Facebook and as a group this. page. And, yeah, uh, and I, thought, cool that you... I thought, wow, he's got a story to tell. So, but yeah. I, because there's a lot of people, everybody knows somebody who's on um, some form of drugs or uh, medication, we're doing overdosing on medication and stuff. And I think they just need to hear your story that knowing that, hey, this, you can die, you know, and you were blessed enough. I wasn't used to the word blessed or lucky that, you know, you saw the light on your left hand side instead of, instead of you. And uh, that probably saved you. You know what I mean? That probably. Um, you were not meant to be here. I mean, on the other side. Excuse me. You were meant to not be yet. here, but not on the other side. You say you've got work not to yet. do, and maybe you need to um, spread the message. You ever thought about going to the AA or any drug rehab place to talk about your well, story? Well, first of all, I want to say really quick, I want to touch on my circle of friends. There is somebody listening right now that I don't know if she thinks I'm a crackpot when I tell this story, but she's well aware of it. And I share it with people when I'm comfortable. Right. And that just says that if I share this with you, then then I'm comfortable telling you this. Uh-huh. Um, whether you think I'm a crackpot or not, it doesn't matter. I'm just comfortable telling you that. <laughs> okay. um, but well, the, maybe the you can help somebody that, you know, or yeah. even someone who passed away or something like that. So there's some yeah. comfort there. Yeah, they, I know where everybody's going. I know where my mom went. I know where my friend's moms went. So mm-hmm. and I know where they're at. And they're they're happy. And 
I'd like to think that they're looking down on us and smiling and, mm-hmm. you know, helping us in little signs here and there. Well, um, but, Raymond, I but you did want to thank you, you ask, so much for coming on the show. And I'm oh. like to think that, you know, your experience, near death experience was, you know, it's for you. And I think you were saved. You know, I hate to say yes, the word, I, you yes. were saved from continuing drugs and uh, or try to live a better life. Like there's more than what you were going going down the hill. So there's a better life. And uh, and I think it's too a little bit more for you too. Yeah, you're going to help others, but it might be others on one on one. But the same thing is that, you know, the experience was more for you, you know. Yes. Yes, and I do. To... I do share my story um, in a twelve-step fellowship, but I don't. I'm not going to say the name of the fellowship. Okay. That's okay. Not allowed, but that's okay. <clears throat> because of anonymity, but um, based on my words, clean and clean time and recovery, um, mm-hmm. maybe there's a member that knows mm-hmm. what program I'm in. <laughs> But, but yeah, I do. I go, I go to regular meetings and I share my story and I talk with other people that are recovering and I try to help them out. That's a, that's a different side of my story. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And well, thank you for, for 